This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I am your host, Sean Anderson. Alongside me is Ricky Wilmer. Hey, guys. And Dave Oster. And this is where we're back. Dave, you want There's to There's so much basketball. Now SoundCloud can't hear you, Dave. I'm sorry, just SoundCloud. Wave the camera. <laughs> I'm just used to the camera. I just played it for the camera. Those listening, I'm sorry. See, we're, we're still getting used to the whole video thing. We set up the video, video thing. Video and sound at the same time. What is mm-hmm. this new technology? Exactly. People on SoundCloud are just like, get to the talk already. But now people on YouTube, they can see us. They can, you know, they can they can interact with us, kind of. Not really. But, you know, we're, we're getting used to it. We did we did pre, uh, we did post-draft coverage uh, with the uh, video. Now, now it's the true fast break no special editions the true fast break uh with video so we'll definitely get into uh we'll see how it feels but uh we're gonna we're gonna be talking about winners and losers of the nba draft because we didn't do that in our post draft uh reactions and recap we're gonna be talking about the one and done rule in the nba in college just kind of if that rule should be changed uh where kd will go because free agency starts on friday and then we're going to be talking about the other most valuable free agents we'll be talking about the best free agents available in the free agent class but let's get into winners and losers guys there's a lot of winners for me and and there's a lot of losers and there's one big uh loser for me and i think that would be the boston celtics the boston celtics had i believe it was eight total picks going into this whole draft eight out of 60 picks and they don't get in any immediate help they get jalen brown who might have a lot of potential and if he works with the right coach then he might you know to really develop but mm-hmm. but then again you know you don't get immediate help and they the, the place where they got immediate help was 45 and 51 with Demetrius Jackson and Ben Benson. Well, and that's yeah. the thing I was kind of thinking as I was kind of re-watching and re-listening to our draft night discussion where we went in we went in depth on Jalen Brown basically that first mm-hmm. round selection and I'm thinking like okay right now we're saying they're a loser because yes, of that Jalen Brown pick, and I totally agree with that. However, I look at it and I started to think, hey man, if DJ comes out and doesn't become like Isaiah Thomas good, but he's solid for them. Well, he seems to be a good backup. If, if Ben Bento yeah. can make the team and just provide something for this team, if the late round guys could do it, then I feel like there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance <laughs> well, for the Celtics to have an okay draft three years, five years well, down the line. Well, I mean, with all of these winners and losers, there's there's a chance that mm-hmm. our winners go to complete shit if their if their you know draft picks don't pan out. But the thing is, is you have the third overall pick and you don't get a guy that helps you immediately. And you're the Boston Celtics who made the playoffs and you know, tried to make a deep here's run. Here's another thing, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate to my own point because I hate this pick. What if he turns out like a Kristaps Porzingis, where everyone hates the pick, and then he's pretty good? Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, he's going mean, to be— I'm not saying it's the same, but— look, look, the reason we hate the pick isn't because necessarily him. It's because they weren't able to pull the trigger yeah, on getting the superstar. Yeah, we don't have a personal superstar. vendetta against Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean, he's a raw talent. There's a lot to teach him. He's got, he's got to develop uh, almost every area of his game needs to be improved on, and that's fine. But as a Boston fan— I'm I'm not, but I mean, from the perspective of a Boston fan, you I can see where green today. Yeah, but I mean, I could see where they're a little disappointed because it was all this. Oh, we're gonna go out, we're get that superstar, and then we're gonna make that push for that you know Eastern Conference championship, mm-hmm. 
And okay, why am I looking at Jalen Brown? How how is he going to yeah. help us get there? I mean, he's one of the most like non-ready NBA players. I mean, there's no facet of his game where I'm like, okay, he is ready for the NBA. Outside of like, he can drive. He can drive to the basket. His body, his body yeah, is ready. I think that's it. Yeah. I think he, his body's ready. And I mean, it's not like he's you know a terrible player. It's not like he's going to get like no. completely lost in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Right but he away. does have but games where struggle. he disappears too. Oh, he's going to struggle a, a, a ton. And, and I mean, I could also see the fit where you're losing Evan Turner in free agency, so you got to have someone that can fill that wing score who can drive to the basket. But then again, it's it's very wary. And, and then when you go to the 16th pick, you know Gershon's not going to be able to help you. He's not going to be able to help you right away. And another pick, it's like, all right, well Henry Ellison was available. You could have went out and got a guy like that. You could have went out and got Scale. I mean, Scale's nowhere near polished, nowhere near ready, but he, at least he can help you right away. I mean, I, and then Zizek. I could see it because he's one of the best international players in this draft. So right. getting him at 23, is a, it's a good pick there. So I really can't fault him there. But then again, you look at 16, you didn't get any help right now. Jalen Brown's not going to help you right now. Zizek's not going to be able to help you right now. And then I go back, 45 with Demetrius Jackson and 51 with Bentel. It was like the They'll practical help you right picks. Now. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's kind of weird the way that it came out. Usually you see... First round, you go out and you get that guy who's going to help your franchise. And second round, we go draft and stash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll see how they develop. And, yeah, no, uh, I, I like those two picks, though. I mean, I think uh, we've, we've talked about it in depth on, you know, how much we like DJ and Ben Bentil because mm-hmm. they're both producers in college. And if you get a reliable guy who can come in and, you know, get you some minutes and he'll get you some production, fair. I think that's absolutely, uh, like, on par for what they need in those spots. My big concern is the direction of this organization, the direction of the team, and it's like, make your choice. Are we going to go for a championship? Where's our window? Because we thought it was just about, we we thought we'd just open up that window. We watched them have a great playoff run, and we see, you know, they're a couple pieces short, but not a ton. So mm-hmm. what are we going to do to do that? And they go out, like, I just don't, I don't like it. Well, the, the Gershon one was confusing because again well, it's a draft he, and like it is totally he's staying yeah overseas. but even yeah. that felt like a reach at that point it did it, it did I, I think you maybe maybe even you could have put Zizek at 16 and, and Gershon at 23 I mean I know I know they're loaded on draft picks but, but that's then again, the other thing is maybe you have all down. these draft picks what do you what do you do with all these draft picks your team has already got depth on the board so it's like where are all these players going mm-hmm. then but then I look at 20 where Brooklyn traded uh Thaddeus Young to the Pacers, Thaddeus Young could have helped your team right now. You didn't need the 23rd overall pick. Mm-hmm. You could have yeah. gotten Thad Young, basically, for that pick, or you could well, have traded the 16th pick for him. Or the one thing I no, As long as they don't of, trade 23 for, like, Bell and Alley. I mean, that, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, no, that was terrible. Great job, Charlotte. Charlotte's part. But, no, the one thing, I mean, get it, not getting the Jimmy deal was like, okay, maybe we should, like, they kind of want, maybe we should hit the panic button and then go Stashers. I don't know why they didn't trade... 33 and 16, not just like 33 for Thaddeus Young, 23. but 23 and 16 for even a better vet. Try to get a better vet than Thaddeus Young. Try to shop the market and say, hey, who wants a 16 and the 23rd? We're looking for vets. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of options there, and it, it just I, I it didn't make sense, the Boston, the Boston draft. It's not saying that it cannot be good. I mean, I, I like Gershon as, there, there's as a possible There's potential for these guys prospect. to develop, but yeah. it's at what time? Mm-hmm. Now, now you've got your, your young core of guys who are going to be on their next look at the next contract. It's okay. Now we've got to pay for the bigger contracts for the guys we've got mm-hmm. currently, and then we've got our young guys who are coming up. It's a lot to deal with, and it's a lot to keep all intact to get that window at the right time. Because, look, you got LeBron James Mm -hmm. right now on a great team. And in the East, that's it. Like, after that, 
it's open. Everybody else, fair shot at it. Mm-hmm. And I, this Boston, you know, draft really left me disappointed because they didn't make the move to get them to compete against uh, this Cavaliers team. Well, the bottom line with this draft, the way I kind of see it in the end is. You read these articles the day before the draft and the day of the draft. Ooh, the Celtics got something going for a big blockbuster deal. Yeah. I think they just pushed all their eggs into that basket. And when it didn't happen, it was like, oh, fuck, what do we do? What do we do? We you put feel like the panic our... button was well, hit? It was like, did you come up with a backup plan for when the tra- if the trade didn't happen? I feel like that may have been it, too. They were certain that... a blockbuster deal was going to happen and when it didn't happen it was like uh oh we didn't think about this mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's there's a lot with, with the whole butler trade and you could even throw minnesota i know they had one phenomenal pick in chris dunn mm-hmm. i think he's going to be a, a future point guard for the timberwolves but then again will they trade him for jimmy butler i mean i think i think who lost uh, i think three losers that you could put in like who lost trade wise i think it's the bulls because you know you're you're surrounding your star player now because you get rid of d rose with all these trade rumors even after you trade d rose it's not a huge it's not a huge trade loss for the bulls well it's not a, tr- not a huge trade loss but you're, i mean still I, it, it, you're not losing anything but i'm saying you know with boston you're getting your fans hyped up mm-hmm. for this and then you you kind of let them down with this draft minnesota i mean now chris dunn's like well am i even going to be on this team now he's kind of questioning himself that might cause some confidence problems jimmy Butler, I know he's a, he's a he's a professional. He's been around in trade rumors before, but it's more of all right. Well, am I going to be welcome on any team? I mean, is any team going to try to make a move for me? Is is my own oh, team Jim, that I'm currently on going to even want to keep Jimmy me? Jimmy was yeah. probably sitting there like, if it's the Tebels, fuck yeah, man, let's go. Me and Thibs going to bring it back to Minnesota. That's the only thing about Minnesota is <laughs> he'd, be hyped. he'd be hyped to play for Minnesota and Coach Dick. I think he just wants to play. I he don't just think wants he to wants win. to be a surrounded mm-hmm. by all these trade rumors. I think I think, any, I think I think you can speak that for any player. I don't think any player wants to be all sur- surrounded by these trade rumors, unless you're DeMarcus Cousin who wants to get out of Sacramento right away. And weirdly <laughs> enough, that will transition into uh, another loser for me is Sacramento because they made the worst trade and worst pick of the NBA but draft. But did they? Yes. But did they? Yes. I don't know. Jo- jo- I'm sorry. I'm going to mess <laughs> this name up again because I've messed Giannis up. Giannis or Papaganis? Georgios Papagianis. Yeah. Papagianis. Georgios Papagianis. The 13th Papa pick Johns. in Papagianis. Gian- Papa yeah, that, <laughs> that needs to be his next sponsor is Papagianis. Papagianis, go, uh, go, go meet up that creep at Papa John. But, uh, <laughs> thir- thir- don't forget Peyton, man. Peyton's still there. Yeah, another creep. Uh, 13, though. Sacramento picking Georgios Papagianis at 13. I have no idea why the hell they did this. You could have picked Scal here at 13. I know you got him at 28, but hell, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't need another center because you got some guy named Demarcus Cousins. You got Willie Cauley Stein. So let's hey, let's pick another center. I know it's a draft and stash, but then again, you know, Willie Cauley Stein's pretty young. You picked him last year. I don't know if you forgot about that. Unless you're thinking Demarcus is on his way out, or we're trading Demarcus soon, there is no point. Which come on, we, we've only been talking about trading Demarcus for two years now. But do you think it's ever going to fucking happen? There, there's can, more of a chance now than there has been before. There's been more of a chance every single time his coach <laughs> has been fired. I mean, no, that's I, th- I think Vladi and Vivek have their heads up their asses, and I think they're not going to be able to move them because they're well, going to be they're, you don't want to overvalue. You have someone to replace him, and you saw Willie Kostein last year. He's got some potential, but his game isn't all there yet. He's he's still limited. So we, they go out and they get Papagianis, who is going to come over, I think, next year probably. So he gets that mm-hmm. one uh, year the draft. Right. Yeah. So I think it lines up. They're they're just prepping the table, and then once they're comfortable, Demarcus Cousins gone, and they'll get more assets back. I don't necessarily love it. Trust me, I'm not I'm not like oh this is a genius pick by them. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying at least I can see a direction for this team, and they're making 
some interesting moves to get there. If well, I'm and a, you got to well, think they have a new head coach coming in too, and Coach Jaeger coming over from Memphis. Yeah, but, but what does that have to do with anything? Well, I'm thinking there's like, another coach only co- fired by Mark Scott. Exactly, new coach coming in, and this is the time where it's like okay. New, I believe, what new stadium, new coach, new colors, we, jerseys. Everything. We've got to start fresh and start a rebuild. We'll so we've been rebuilding fresh. for a while. So you go so get the most marketable player on the board at Papa Giannis. Yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, if <laughs> that's what I want to know. Giant, I'm saying, like side of the stadium banner, like Papa Giannis. I'm saying, if if you see Boston basically needing a superstar mm-hmm. and Boston not really sure on their on their third pick. Then go out and trade Boogie for oh that. Oh my if God! You know you're gonna go, could have gotten... if, if you know you're going to get rid of him, go get that. Then you have the third and eighth pick. If you want to trade back again and get the thirteenth and twenty eighth again, there you go. Then you then you they can have take so much. I mean, it's starting over, and it's is fantastic. It's the right move and, for this and, team. And also with Demarcus Cousins, why not get rid of him immediately so you can have just completely tank, pull a Sam Presti, pull the Philadelphia 76ers, <laughs> get the number one overall pick, and then I mean, if you trade Demarcus Cousins to a team like Boston who has Brooklyn's next year's pick, you. You could have gotten a, a worse pick because I mean no no offense to Brooklyn fans I don't think you're gonna be that good next year <laughs> so you could have gotten another top three pick you could have had two of the top three picks there I don't understand what they're doing I don't understand I'm what Vladdy's doing I'm gonna if, bookmark if this, plays, this hold on real quick if Vladdy somehow makes this work or something Vladdy we know you're watching thank God I mean c- congratulations Vladdy but this is a fucking train wreck right now in Sacramento <laughs> I am bookmarking this conversation bookmark my we're, trade deadline one too I think I said the same no, thing no 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 no. I'm going to bookmark this conversation. Uh-huh. We will bring this up when we get to one and done in a little bit. All right. Fair enough. Podcast. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on to a, another loser. I, I, and you guys can throw some out, but I just want to throw out two. I want to throw out a winner. I want to well, throw out a winner. Yeah, I'm going to throw out two more. I want to talk about winners, I'm going to throw two more, two more losers out there. We don't have to <sighs> go in depth. Loser. This is rant time. I don't want to throw two more losers. Well, we got we have a lot of time here on, on, uh, on Fast Break. Uh, I want to throw the Clippers out there because I think they stretched on the, the two second-round picks. Bryce Johnson's a good fit, but I think that was a loser there for the Clippers. And then Charlotte. That trade with Bar- Bellinelli is terrible. The more the more I look at it, it's just a terrible trade. The the Bellinelli move makes no sense to anyone. Uh, I I literally can't explain it for them because there's no explanation. The only way it's just you got a washed up player. The only thing I can think of is that they wanted talent. a vet. That's it. Yeah, they but, just wanted a vet and didn't care about the twenty second pick. And maybe if Bellinelli could come back to his days of. Whatever, but I mean, is this the year of 2011? Like, we're yeah, all hoping players are like going to revert back to Dwight Howard, Eric Rose, Bellinelli. Like, that's our hopes, really. If he goes back to yeah. his days of 2013, which wasn't too far ago uh, with the Spurs, we shot 43% from three, then maybe because they need a shooter. So, if, if he can go back to that, then great. But I, I mean, he shot 30% from three last year. I yeah, mean, he, I he was less happen. than impressive, and he's on a horrible contract. And I mean, it's only one year, right? It, it's a one. No, it's mm-hmm. two. Oh, it's two. I think oh. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's two. I think he's Each. got. Until 2017, I'll, I'll look that up, but I'm pretty sure right. it's, he's, they got him on on for 6.5 for two yeah. more years. Yeah, no, I mean veteran leadership uh, in the locker room, great. You know, uh, he also brings in you know the fact that he can just kind of pop in as a backup and get you hopefully some scoring. But I don't know. Two more yeah. years, 6.3 this year and 6.6 next year. Yeah, no, that's awful. And I don't think the Kings ate any cap. So I mean, I just trashed the Kings. You made a great trade there. Uh, like I said, they, they, made, they literally didn't have the worst draft. They didn't, but I mean, I, I they think, got they traded out and they got quantity over quality. That's see, huh? yeah, see, huh? I mean, Papa Giannis and Scale, those two Scale, for, the surprise drop of the draft. I mean, I'm happy well, they got him. Deontay might have too because he went the second round, but yeah, I, Deontay I think, deserved it. I think, uh, I think, really, just just the fact that the Suns didn't get Chris was the, was the real thing. I think, I think them trading back from Chris, but 
Anyways, you want to go, you guys want to throw out any losers? You want to go over to winners? I I'm looking at a winner. So if unless you guys got a loser, I'm gonna throw a winner. Go ahead, there. dude. Denver. They get they All go right. ahead and get Jamal at seven. They get a guy that you like, Sean Juan Juan Hernan Gomez. And then they go ahead and get Malik Beasley at the um, end of the first round. I'm gonna Pietre, the guy out of French that they got in the second round, draft and stash. That's how that's going to be. But, I mean, looking at the draft needs that they came, I know that the NBA isn't like the NFL where you don't really look at needs. Sometimes it's BPA. Yeah. But if you look at the top three needs that I thought they needed coming in, power forward, shooting, and small forward. Do you really hit that small forward? No, but you get a guy in Beasley who can be a tough defender. And, he's yes, he's a shooting guard, but he can guard forwards. You get the power forward in Hernan Gomez, and you get the shooting from Murray and But Hernan Gomez is kind of a small power forward. So yeah. maybe they, so it's maybe kind of yeah. a mix so, and yeah. matcher. Yeah, but I, you get shooting from two of those players. You, you get, get some defense you get from, from three Beasley. of those players. What are you talking about? I mean, Jamal okay, Murray is one of the best Jamal shooters. Okay, Hernan Gomez shooter. is a good shooter. Beasley's the you. weakest of the three, but, but he's still Beasley's good. a yeah. great shooter. I mean, they, they did. They, yeah, Denver, I think, they, absolutely they nailed it. I loved it. Yeah. I love this pick from. I love this whole draft from Denver based on what they needed. Honestly, I'm going to tell you this. If the Boston Celtics had this draft, which they could have, basically, mm-hmm. I, think, I think the only pick they couldn't have got was Malik Beasley, this would have been a great draft. You yeah. get Jamal Murray, great shooter. That's what Boston needed. The, old, you the get a only great pick power they forward. couldn't have got was Hernan Gomez because he went at 15. Boston would have been at 16. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so, still, there were, and, there were plenty of other guys out there. We, we You mentioned them even. Henry Ellison would have fit, maybe. I mm-hmm. mean, Boston shit the bed. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry to go back to that. But, yeah, Denver, fantastic Den- job. Yeah. Den- I, I love it. And Jamal Murray found them at 7. I mean, they had to just be looking their chops at that point. It's like, oh, this is beautiful. And well, the fact that now you get Moutier, who can be a great passer, who can be a great scorer, who makes a living on driving, and then, yep. oh, hey, I'm going to dish it out to this guy, Jamal Murray, who's, mm-hmm. a, who's a stud and just still growing and, and can knock down the three. And, and and there's a lot of questions if he can really play defense, but, uh, but, but then again. And you got to remember, like, Jamal Murray is still, what, 19? 19. Like, his, his, if you look at his first year versus, like, Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn's a little more veteran. Uh, he matched up almost spot on, even a little bit better shooting percentage-wise. Yeah. So, look, Jamal Murray, sky's the limit for this guy. I, I think he's going to be one of the steals at seven. And be like, wow. People are going to be like, oh, wow, why didn't Boston take him? Well, I mean, there's a lot of those guys. Sorry, Boston. <laughs> this is literally just the shit on Boston podcast. Uh, another guy, another team that I want to go go to is Phoenix. Phoenix, whew. Phoenix. You get the two. We we, were, we said this on, on the one A and one B. Yeah, we we don't know which power forward we want, so let's get both of them and let's get Tyler Ewis in the second round. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful draft there. <laughs> and, and we used to trash <laughs> wow. Phoenix from their from well, their, no, no. their their draft is not awful. It, it's how many of these players are going to be on their team? Yeah. And it's I, I feel like that now now they're like we did good. All right, now let's let's move some pieces around. Let's ship these guys mm-hmm. out. And I'm like, oh shit, don't do it. You finally have a core that you should keep and you can build around. And look, you get versatility with Chris. He can play us. He can play an oversized three, and he can still give you that versatility. Bender at the four, fantastic. Us as a backup point. Huh. and him reuniting with Devin Booker. I mean, come on, the bromance is reunited. Well, and the one thing I think of is this brings up the discussion that we're going to have after we get through winners and losers of the Suns. Basically, go. Hmm. There's a one and done discussion. You know what? Let's just get them both. Let's get a guy who's a freshman that people may think needs to work on stuff, and then let's get an international player. See which is better. We got them both. Pretty fair. Pretty yeah. fair. I mean, and uh, there's a, there's a lot of teams that have won. I think I have like five teams down. O- OKC. We obviously talked about the Ibaka well, trade. Okay. Oh, I want to throw OKC, OKC and OKC. Indiana into a winner group 
that it wasn't necessary. You want to put an asterisk well, next to their not name? Not an asterisk. Just throw them into their own group because they won via trade. Literally I mean, an asterisk. With, well, with the Thunder, they make the trade for Serge Ibaka. Yes, they technically get Sabonis, who was drafted. Yeah. But I mean, with the Pacers, they didn't. The only draft pick they made was uh, the boy. I love him. You are kind of wishy washy on him, and George's Niang. But I mean, well, the 50, real thing. I don't have a problem yeah, with The it. real no, things 50, that they yeah, did yeah. was, hey, let's ship this guy out. Let's bring in a guy like Jeff Teague. And I mean, this is a team that, yes, they were seventh this year in the East, but with the moves that they made, trade young, for Jeff this draft, Teague. They could be, I, I'm not going to go up and say what um, I've heard where some people have said they're a top team in the East. I'll say four at best in the East. Yeah. next year it, it, it's a I'm, I'm thrilled because this is one organization I keep talking about organizations mm-hmm. as a whole but I mean like, you when mean you look orgs at, right orgs I, yeah, I've orgs. been trying not to say it because you fucking rag orgs. on me all day for say saying it, the word orgs it's a great orgs the org is really well run they know their window they know what pieces they need because this is Paul George's team mm-hmm. and he is starting to shine really bright right now so let's go out get him the pieces around so he can continue to be one of the top stars in this league and George Hill and they can expendable. compete George Hill is absolutely yeah. expendable you get Jeff Teague who is a fantastic value at point guard. Mm-hmm. He's going to come and be able to dish the ball out. I mean, it was a luxury for the Hawks, so they didn't really mm-hmm. you know lose too much. But holy shit, this team is in a win-now mode, and they know it. Another great thing about Indiana for the 2016-2017 season, or 2015, or 20, they, they have one of the lowest caps going into it. Yeah. So they have money to spend in free agency as well to, to help that uh, interior defense because they definitely need that because if you're looking at it, it's going to be $92 million, I think, for right now going into free agency. I think they have around 57 to work around. I think it's $57 million for to work this year? Yeah. next year for going into this okay. this this offseason. Could you imagine if they made a pass at Horford and were able to bring him well, in? That's the thing. I think yeah. Horford. I mean, Ooh. and then, maybe and then even honestly, Dwight. If you want interior defense, I know he's definitely falling off, mm-hmm. but he's but still then again, he can valuable. Play him yeah, trust I, me. I, I mean, Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. I think he probably wants to go to a max contract. No, but I'm I don't saying know if, if you want to go max contract, if your yeah. team trying to float around bigs and defense, like why not go for it? Uh, and then even midseason, like. I, I could see them being one of the teams interested in, like, a Taj, who yeah. they, they're looking for that down-low toughness. Especially this is a, if they're in the heat of a playoff run, four, five, six. Yeah, they're in a fantastic position, and I, I'm really excited to see uh, the Pacers this season. And one team you ragged on, because I don't think they're going to be that good either, but Ooh. I do love their draft, is Brooklyn. Ugh. I mean, they make... They make a trade just to get back that. into the first round. Which I think is their like, trade was great. They have is, upside. Which is like the, phenomenal. Like, through the roof. You had to get back into that first round to make your fans happy. I'm fine with Karis LeVert. I know there's the injury problems, but I'm fine with him. When he can be healthy, he can be a good player. And then at 42, as a get, Bulls fan, you saying that guy, hurts me. Getting a guy at 42, like Isaiah Whitehead, who to me could end up being the steal of the second round. In this draft, I firmly disagree with that. But Whitehead, uh, Whitehead's got potential. I, 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 I just don't... love what he brings to the table, and kind of like the thing that really won it for me over mm-hmm. with him is just the will he had to put the team on his back. Did they? It really made help them make the tournament because yeah. they won the conference tournament. But beating Villanova and running through that tournament, I thought they had a chance to go all the way, kind of like UConn. Maybe no, White, ride that Whitehead momentum. Definitely, his stock rose dramatically mm-hmm. through the tournament. And you know what? He, he was quality, but still size. No, he's, he, athleticism is good, but 
How's he going to play against Shooting, NBA level? No. Yeah, I was going to say. 36% from three and 37% from the yeah, field. The well, thing, that's not, the thing it's not about awful, shooting, but it's not good. The thing about shooting is I'm starting through this whole draft process. Yeah. This whole draft process, when I see, oh, needs to improve shooting, it's kind of a minor knock for me because you look yeah. at, you look at when grow. LeBron came out, not a great shooter. Ben Simmons, his biggest thing, oh, he's not a great shooter, but he still went number okay, one overall. But there's a difference Whoa. between Ben Simmons no, who's no, no, a no, no, tank. No, no. I'm just saying, like, Whoa. I just see the not a great shooter, and that's something you can work on. Am yeah. I saying that Isaiah Whitehead has the same skills as Ben Simmons? No, but I'm just talking about that one little kind of just as a general sense of it. Fair I, enough, see, fair the, enough. The cares thing worries me, though, because a guy who makes a living off driving and he has foot injuries, I mean, that, that just makes me nervous. I, that, that's the reason why I'm hesitant on that pick. Do I love the trait that young for the 20? Yeah, I think it's a great pick. I think I think the Nets yeah. are, are really changing that, that that aspect, and I think I gave him a B-plus in, in my draft grade. I think I think they did a great job drafting, and it's really can Levert stay healthy, because I'm not, I'm not bashing the Whitehead pick. I don't know if he's the steal of the second I mean, round, but I think, I, just wanted, I think he's good. I just wanted okay. to give some Nets fans some love, because you... You don't get a lot. Are, are they going to... Are they going to be great? Probably not. That's no. the realism of it. But no. I didn't want you to be. Could too we angry. not? I mean, is this too easy to say the Minnesota Timberwolves yes. as a winner? Yes. Yeah. They well, go out there. They yeah. fill their need. They get Chris yeah. Dunn. I mean, it's it's wrapped up. It's easy. Uh, they get their point guard of the future. He is tough. He is defensive. He mm-hmm. can still get amazing pass handles. So like, this is a perfect guy for Tom Thibodeau. It transitions Ricky Rubio into the area where all right, he's a luxury. We don't need him. Need him. So if in a, a midseason, end of year, next year. He's always on the books. We can look to trade him. I would say I would say Rubio goes next year. I think they're going to keep Rubio for a year. Yeah, I think they should. I, I'm fine I with they that. Should. Yeah, I, think, I absolutely am. I think Rubio should stay around for a year. But this is a team that look they did through the draft and they did through free agency without a doubt. They and pulled trades. it all together. They well, got Wiggins and, with the trade. Yeah, yeah. They seem to have it all. And, and like, look, there there's a couple of teams like who have built the right way, and I'm excited for like two years from now, and I just want to see it. I want to fast forward through the LeBron days. No and offense. This is, I love it, but like I'm excited for this young talent. And this is just a general kind of thing about just the whole city of Minnesota. Yeah. If you think about their sports franchises right now, except for the Twins. Who are dumpster In fire. the NBA, Complete the NFL, fire. and the WNBA. All wow. Three, the all WNBA three... shout out. Okay. Ricky, Ricky's brought up the idea of bringing back the WNBA for the last I, I, I brought it up. I, brought I mean, it you up. guys did love it. The, the reason Thousands why I throw them up, though, is the Lynx did what? They were 13. They just lost their oh, first game. No. So they started off 13-1. and one. The Lynx are going to be good. As an the avid T- WA fan. The T-Wolves the are going to be like five WNBA championships. Yeah, they're good. I don't, I don't like, know. The way that I <laughs> – but my point is the Lynx are good right now. The T-Wolves are going to be good. The Vikings have potential. This could be the happiest city all for right, the next few right. years. I'm going to take your happiest and just shit out by saying the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh yeah, they're they're one Thon, of my losers. goddamn maker. Yeah, really. That's like, that's the next team I was going to bring up as a loser. Whew, yeah, and that's I, I just had to bounce li- out. You're too happy. Well, bring I, it down on that, Ricky. Li- I like Malcolm. Brogdon. <laughs> it's weird too because oh, I love 36. Brogdon. I love Brogdon. Yeah, love Brogdon. But I hate the Thon Maker at ten. See, I hate it. Do you know what? It's kind of like the Karis Levert thing. Like, all right, maybe you didn't. I mean, not you at all. Well, okay, not on. at all. Injury's not the concern yet. But he's a big, so his long term will, you know, question. I mean, his it's injury potential, but at See, least I know what I'm going to get from no, no, when it, healthy. It, yeah, I understand that, yeah. but it's more of all right. Well, we have no idea if he can stay healthy. Totally. We have no idea if he can develop. But if he develops, shit. Yeah, it, shit. That tends looking nice. Thon is a total unknown. I mean, there there's potential for him to be a great player in this league. There's also the the problem is I would have taken Sabonis instead. His floor is so low. Well, you need the center. Yeah, Thon as a rim protector, it has a notch up. I mean, you got to give him credit. He's got legit height, 
And athletically, he's okay. And people, if, if he's actually the right age of people saying he's the right age, we well, obviously which, don't know which how age is the right age. age. 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah. 22, 27, If the kid's 19, 29. he might still be growing. I mean, yeah. we don't know. But, I, I mean, I look at Thon and I, I say, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to hate on the Bucks that much because you're taking a chance. It, 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 they paid off a, for them before, is so it a now completely they're getting a risky chance? Yeah, is it a completely risky chance? Hell yeah. yeah. But if you're really worried that, you know, this is your guy and this guy might be the, one of your future key pieces— Take the chance, all right? You know what? I mean, it's not like... See, with Papa Giannis, this is a guy who is literally ranked in the mm-hmm. second round. There, there's a guy like Gershon. He's ranked at like the, the later half of the second round. There's a guy like Thon where people are saying his, his range 30. is from 10 to 30. So Here, Here's what I would have done differently if I was the Bucks, And this is based off of I'm looking where guys have gone and maybe this ripple in time would change things. But at 10, I go with the shooting guard instead, what they want in the second round. Take a Denzel Valentine. Ooh, that hurts to say. But you take him at 10, and then at 40, or not 40, 36, yep. a guy who did go 40, you can get the center and take Diamond Stone, See, but which you, is less of a risk to me it's less of a risk, but way than Thon Maker. Yeah, way less. Diamond Stone, well, less you know upside, what you're getting, but and his ceiling is, he's already close. Completely like, low motor, too, at least yeah. with Thon. I mean, Thon doesn't really give up. I mean, no. I, he kind of takes some plays off. But I, I really but then again, he's him in the summer league against some actual mm-hmm. talent that, you know, is roughly the same age as him. And I, put that? and I think a successful pick for for <laughs> well, I think the successful pick for the no, Bucks. No, still they're still 18, 19. He's twenty three, man. Yeah, but there's he might be forty five. There, there are he some older guys 45. in there. There are a some, little you know. bit, like okay, twenty, twenty one. Oh, really? Really? Because because yeah. your Wooden Award winner, how old is he? Twenty three. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, and and LeBron James when he scored uh, twenty nine out of thirty points against the uh, Denver uh, D- uh, Detroit Pistons in the two thousand seven uh, playoffs. Guess how old he was? He was younger than Buddy Healed right now. So just yeah, saying, but that, I'm not throwing I'm that up. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, but we like. I'm saying, I think Don Baker like could be the biggest bust of this draft. <laughs> he could be, but I he think he would be doubt. too. I I think, but see, but if you talk, if you're talking overall upside, he's in the top ten of like, look, is this think player he's top five? Okay, yeah, yeah. With with the ceiling, like his ceiling, his ceiling is so high, something that we've never seen. Yeah, but his downside is something that we've seen. You want to know somebody else who has a ceiling that high? ZQ, my boy, ZQ. the Rockets. Took. <laughs> Look, you, Rockets, you, Rockets, your winner. Uh, I'm giving him a win. I am for a team that didn't have a first. <laughs> he just likes ZQ. I like ZQ, and after the draft, they picked out the Deuce, Gary Payton too. The Deuce, <laughs> I love the. Deuce. I like I like Chinawa. Uh, Anoka, I can't say his name. I know Chinawa Anokanoku too from uh, from Louisville too. I mean, he's going to be a good backup, or uh, he might be a starter too. I say the, the Rockets have a lot of questions right now, so I love bringing ZQ because look, he's young. He's a weirdly athletic tall guy because mm-hmm. like you see a lot of the a lot of the bigger guys who kind of stagger around, they trudge back and forth on the court. He seems to understand his size and be able to move pretty fluidly with it. His shot is good. I am so excited to see him play in the NBA. Boy, just needs to eat. Yeah, he just needs to eat. He needs he to go on a, like a big, uh, big baby Glenn Davis diet. Like this boy just needs to eat. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, that's that's extremes. Well, he just I, the kid's a stick. I know. I think I'm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I think I'm heavier than the kid. I know, but and I'm he's seven so two. Thrilled to see. look. Oh, if I'm you're seven two, two, two and you have a shot and you're and you're as athletic as you are, that holy shit! I, I put two. him right behind Thon Maker as far as. Top end ceiling, like well, if, that, but, if but that's with your, a guy like that, you got to worry about injuries for sure. I mean, with a guy talking, like Don Maker, you could see that he's got a frame. With with ZQ, this boy is not a frame. He, could, he is, yeah, he is just some some foundation. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope he's not a uh, was it yeah, Wiley right? Yeeling, yeah, yeah, Yeeling. Yeeling. Thank the, you, the, thank the you. And I mean, we're him. talking upside. One of these, I'm gonna throw him out there as a winner, not only because they took. The Wooden Award winner, Buddy Heal. Get the fuck out but of here. I know it. The, the Pelicans, even at 33, they take a guy who 
people Literally, are I took your two favorite him, players in this draft. Comparing him. I don't know if Czech Diallo is number two. You were, I no, love Czech Diallo. I, I'm sorry, not favorite, but like one of your guys that, that you've, been, you've been hyping. Yeah. You've been riding the hype, the hype train. train. Dude, Czech Diallo's one where it's like he could have I'll ride that hype train. a similar kind of, not a exact similar This is where Ricky ceiling, goes off the fucking... But I feel like he will be the comparison that we're saying. Oh, it's him or Thon Maker, and he's no. going to have the better NBA career. No, because well, Czech Diallo is a defensive-minded guy. Thon Maker can go both ways. Yeah, Czech Diallo is going to be a guy who gets like five and. Like I'm still saying he's going to have a Ronis better Hollis NBA Jefferson. career. Yeah. Yeah. Than Thon Maker when it's all okay. Said, yeah. Well, there's there could be you know 59 other players that have a better career mm-hmm. than Thon Maker. I mean, or he because, there could be 61. Because when Thon yeah. Maker came <laughs> out, when Thon Thanks, Maker came asshole. out. It was all hype all the time. And then it's like, oh, Chuck Diallo's going to be in the draft. You saw scouts go, well, if you're unsure about Thon, you can go ahead and ch- take Chuck. And it's not as much of a risk because, I don't know yes, who he's said more that. defensive. But the big thing, the big knock with him is that offensively, he's raw offensively. Yeah, with Chuck Diallo, I mean, when we're talking about Thon Maker not proving himself. Chuck Diallo, I think, played like, what, 10 whole minutes at Kansas? I mean, we really didn't see him at all. I mean, yeah, was he? Yeah, fantastic but I mean, we could combine? say the same yeah. thing about Drag, like Drag and Bender Chuck played and Bender. more than that. But that's a big knock we had against Dave's boy Bender, and he went number four. Yeah, but well, Drag and right. Bender is. I'm also not saying Chuck should have went four. Let's. I'm just we, getting we that know, straight right we know now. You, wait, we wait. know you're a hipster. We know you hate Thon Maker. Yeah, we know that. I'm All not right? a hipster for hating Thon. Yes, Maker. you are. Yeah. Uh, you think it's cool to hate Thon Maker? Anyways. Uh, we're gonna go over to. I'm just gonna throw out some last winners, unless you guys want to. You guys can do the same too. I'm just gonna say, steal the draft easily. San Antonio, they got an A without a doubt. They're they're the number one you. on my list. Uh, the We Agreed podcast. The We Agreed podcast. John Zimmer was, was fantastic. I'm gonna double down on that and throw the Warriors on top. Of uh, Warriors were my second great team fran- too. Great franchises. Warriors. Were my, yeah, I mean, third. <laughs> it's almost like if you have a front office that's competent, well, you can I have mean, a continually winning organ. Pat, like what? In my grade A mock draft, Pat, Patrick McCall was the guy. I. Had him going at like what twenty six to the Philadelphia seventy six. Tw- I had him twenty four to the. It's like but I mean, what? Sixers. And you get him there at are a 38? lot of question marks. Uh, they as just far bought as him out too. They well, yeah, that, that I love the fact that in the we second round they're just like have two million dollars. Give me a pick. But no, what? <laughs> but like the amount of you know euros who got you know drafted and mm-hmm. stashed or like the weird. Yeah. The questionable picks in the first round led to a lot of the well known names from college like dropping back one to two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and one, one other team I want to throw out there at Lakers, too. You got Brandon Ingram, fantastic fit for that system. And then you go get uh, Vika Zubak, and I, I thought I had to use the first-round talent no, for I, me, I, too. So he was, he was fantastic. Lakers nailed it. And we're talking about international players, too. Like Zubak, I, I thought he was going to go first-round, too. I was surprised that he didn't. Yeah, but, but let's definitely. Let, let's transition over to that, that, that international one-done discussion real quick because we saw eight players who literally were just straight out of international, not, mm-hmm. not counting people who came overseas to play college for a year and then right. went into the draft. Guys that were strictly just first-round players that were f- taken internationally. There was eight players that were strictly taken internationally, but it was their 15 who have who come from an international descent. So basically half of the first round were international descent. So we, we kind of, I mean, are we seeing the end of the one and done? Do you think the one and done should end? Adam Silver's trying to put to the next CBA that uh, the uh, CBA uh, should kind of get rid of the one and done rule. What are your thoughts on the one and done rule and what should, what should the NBA and NCAA do? Here's what the rule should be. And this is not something for, like, I'm not thinking just college in mind. Mm -hmm. The NBA should say, to qualify for the NBA draft, Mm -hmm. 20. That's the age gap. Because if you're going to go to college, you get three years of college. Do you have to go to college? No, go play in China. If you want to make some money, go play in China. But But you are still 
you're still developing for those three years. Whether you decide college is the way for you, if you decide the year league two is years, for you, really, if you're well, I mean, if you're guys, guys like, yeah, because yeah, I mean, guys if you're like, coming out at eighteen, okay, twenty twenty one. I put twenty down. Are you saying two or three years? Are you saying two years out of high school? Yeah. So you're saying two, just, just two years from high school. So so sophomore graduation. Out of, so say we're saying like we're talking like you have to be a sophomore to come out of the draft, if, at least for we're talking I, college. See, that's the thing. I don't think it should be based off of class because what if I go over to the EuroLeague? I think it's got to be based off of yeah, age, saying two years two out years, of high school. Two years post-graduation of high school. That's that's the line of the That's saying. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say it is just 20 years old <laughs> But that's, it's that's not 20 for everybody, though. And then but that's the way I would phrase Don's it is 19, 20. So I think maybe if he I would had, say 20. That's what I would do. Because the one thing you also have to think about is from the maturity standpoint, I know that people mature quicker than others, but if you've been out of high school for two years, but you're technically 19, i rather have just flat off 20. You have to be at least 20 to go into but the But at the NBA same draft. time, that feels like the NBA is slapping themselves on the wrist and going, we don't want these phenomenal athletes in the league yet. And I But really, wonder. like the one thing we keep looking at is, and I'm going to use um, Chris as an example and he's a guy where the biggest knock, oh, he's he's got all these tools, but when he gets into foul trouble, he lets the mind kind of take over, and he, you know, he's kind of like a loose cannon, and he's raw offensively. Yeah. And that's the why the reason why maybe the Kings, and I'm not defending it, but I'm saying at 13, they probably were like, hey, you know what? I don't want to take a stab on a kid like a Deonta Davis. That's not who, what like, these, I'll say a little well, your argument, thing. and then I come back and I'll just say Scal. And they they did they ended up picking up a young guy who again well, one year. And I'm I'm saying value wise, great for them, but at the same time, it's it's the same guy. It's it's someone who's young who just had their first year in college who definitely was affected by the big spotlight. You know, he underperformed on levels that. We all had expectations of him being a top three guy mm-hmm. coming out in this draft, and, and he just absolutely shit the bed in college. Well, and the other thing that the one-and-done rule is doing is it's basically killing teams that don't hit on that. Like, Because to be good in the NBA, there's a little bit of luck into it, and you got to hit on those star, like generational yep. changing athletes. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, the ones that just transcend. Kobe Bryant. Oh, wait, no. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was a late pick. Like, That's transcend right. outside, outside, the game. But you still have to hit on that pick. Oh, yeah. You well, have to hit on it. You and need to. The one thing yeah. that I think the one and done rule kind of does is it's kind of just flooding the market with just a sure mass of players to where if I'm a team like, I'm going to throw out Charlotte. I'm a bad team. I'm mediocre playoff, but I'm picking these guys hoping that they're going to mature, and it's just dud after dud after dud. Because hey, maybe Frank the Tank was not a dud. I'm not saying Frank Campbell the Walker Tank wasn't a dud. But I'm saying, like, just for those teams, okay, fine. I'll go back to the Charlotte <laughs> Bobcat days. You happy there? But the way, the way I we see it is just, I mean, it handicaps those teams to where it's the fact of, we're not hitting on these players if they would have stayed That's in college. Fault. Get a better scout. If they would have stayed in college or even played See, more time in the Euro League, 
then they would have developed. My, and I'm not saying that it's just go to college. I'm saying you can go overseas if you want. My, yeah. my idea is, is more of really kind of what the MLB and NHL does, where you can draft a guy and then you get the rights to him. And then once they come out, you're, that's your player. So really, it's it, my idea is, first off, it, it, there's a lot of moving pieces in this one. So obviously it's not All as right. simple as we're putting an age gap on here. Yep. Um, it's going to be more of players can come out, so it's it's like a Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. If, if if I think it's, it's kind of more of if he because Ben Simmons is kind of a weird one because he can play right now. Yep. That's the thing. But I feel like if if it's if a player wants to come out and a player likes their draft stock, then they can go out and sign with that team. But say like a guy like Deontay Davis, if he's picked in the second round, he can go back to college and work on his game there instead of wasting his time out on the so kind NBA of like court. How the MLB does it. Yeah, so it's more like if you get drafted by a team, you can choose whether to go play on that team or you can go back to college, like the college that you you were at. But then again, it's kind of like, all right, that's a, well. That's a fundamental flaw with, see, the, with see, basketball as a whole, it, though, is there's no farm system. There's no farm system. Yeah. Yeah. And so by doing that, I kind of like the idea. Of we'd need a longer draft, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then again, it's also like, well, who's going to pay them, NCAA or NBA teams? And then also, you know, NCAA is going to be like, well, this guy's getting paid. So it's there's a lot of they're flaws in that athletes. one. They're student athletes. Remember that, Sean. Exactly. So, so I mean, for the education. Is it, is it is it weird? Like who's going to be paying them? Because I mean, is it just going to be like, all right, well, this guy's not going to be on his contract and the one until thing, he joins the squad, or are we going to start paying him when he drafts because he's still playing basketball? The thing I'm going to throw out just really quick about what you said, like, okay, let's say Deontay Davis. I don't like where I'm going. I'm going back to college. Well, I just I'm think not of, saying, I'm a, I see. I like as I like an the, NBA team. I think of. Okay, well then you fucked like it, that system's kind of fucking NBA teams over. Where unless it's going to be, yeah, I'm going back to college, but yeah, we still own your rights because I think it's going to fuck. That's going to fuck over the teams too much. See, see, well, well you have to go deeper see, in the draft. This so we'd have to have a third round, maybe a fourth round, even. See, my my thing is more of it's not like oh, all right, so they picked Deontay Davis at thirty one or whatever, and they mm-hmm. trade his rights to Memphis. Memphis still owns Deontay Davis, and but Deontay Davis goes back for a sophomore year at Michigan State to work on his game and start in college. And then once he says, all right, I'm coming out, it's not like I'm going back into the draft. Just he's oh. he's on the Grizzlies, really. Yeah, but what if he doesn't like? He's like, I don't want to play for the Grizzlies. He's got to wait for those rights his to fault. expire. See, see the the one thing that I no, it's not the rights don't expire. They they drafted him. That, that's that's my no, thing. No, it's after a certain see, amount of years, don't the rights kind of just go away well yeah then he's gonna be what 20 no that's what i'm saying or 27 the thing if he i was looking at it more as like oh i got i fell to the second round i want to be a first rounder next year he can't have that because he's still going to be owned by that team that's the thing that's the one move that i like with the nba where they gave those guys a chance to go to the combine Mm -hmm. work out yeah get projections yeah Mm -hmm. get rejections get projections and then you know if they didn't want to come in they they came in it's davis's fault that he went in well if Davis okay. if Davis wasn't didn't yeah. want to be Basically, a late his agent and his his crew around him well, told him plus everyone, you should stick you, you should go for it you should absolutely go for well, it don't stick around the, college go get all paid all the mock drafts had him going to like the Bulls the just fifteenth they had him fifteen kind to twenty five underneath fifteen yeah. to twenty five I mean yeah I mean hey is it I'm not really sure whose really fault it was but I'm I, what I'm saying is more of all right if I'm looking at it it's Davis's fault he he had the mm-hmm. time to say. I don't want to go into this. I don't like my spot. He well, could have went back. Also, to, he could have went back. It was also his fault by 
opening his mouth and saying, well, if I would have got more minutes, I would have done. It's like, just shut up and play. Like, okay. that's the well, way I see again, that that's, one. that's why I'm saying. That's it's, why I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It, that, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, but what, what is, Sean, what's the upside of if they decide to go back to college? I mean, their rights are still owned by the same team. Well, it's more you're of not you're, making not money now. Waste, you're not going to be wasted on the bench. I mean, obviously, that's, you're not going to be getting yeah, a contract. You know, that, I, that's, I think it's the, that's the, the thing. problem that's is why there's no farm system for the NBA. The D-League is a joke. And until that gets more Because like in baseball, I could be a first round pick and say no i'm going back to college do and get to be That's redrafted 50 the next rounds year and the yeah, there's draft. 50 rounds and they have three farm league teams and some and then they there's get even more yeah. Yeah. yeah they get recompensated yeah. too for if they lose their pick no and then, and then ricky I, I understand what you're going with the whole oh I, i'm going back to college screw this i'm gonna be a first rounder next year like there's way too much downside for the NBA teams. They they no, you screw organizations that way because then mm-hmm. you could have a first rounder go. Yeah, yeah, I don't like this fucking team. You, you could have yeah. Ben Simmons go fuck you Philly and or nah, I just think of like Kobe to Charlotte or even in the NFL Elway to what was it the Bucks? No, they were to, the uh, Colts. The, the Colts. They were the pick, and it was yeah. Steve Young was I, the Bucks. I feel like that. You know what? It's for me. I just the bases. It's not the only thing, like you said, Sean. But I think that the big thing for me is. There has to be either you can't get in until you're 20 or the you can't get in until you're two years out of high school. See, see my, However you want to word my it. My thing is more of like it was – that's why I kind of brought up who's paying them, the NCAA or NBA. It's, right. it's either I – like, I think you either start playing these kids – paying these kids mm-hmm. to, to play in college because obviously you know they're going to they're gonna stay in college more if they're getting a consistent pay, pay, paycheck because you know some guys like Emmanuel Moody is like, well, I'm not getting paid to play at college. I'm going to go overseas. Yeah. And get paid, and then go go to the NBA. The thing with you know a guy like a guy like Deontay Davis, it's it's you know maybe he likes that paycheck, but then maybe you know it, it, it's tough to say because then if he goes back to college, is the NBA team still going to play him, or is he going to basically be playing for free in a college education? I mean, it, no, it's, it's, I, it's there, tough there's to definitely see. some issues there, and that's why I my, my thought is compromise. I'm I'm all for the two years removed from high school. That that is the line in the sand. If you go to college, though, you have to go. You know, your freshman and sophomore year. The, the big question there is, okay, if you're forcing them, you know, either you do that or you do two years abroad. Mm-hmm. If you go abroad, obviously you'll get a higher paycheck, but you're also going into, like, some weird situations where, you know, maybe at, at age 18, am I comfortable in China? Like, Emmanuel Moutier, that was a, that was a hard decision to make. He had to relearn the language. He, he had to figure out. An entirely new language, yeah. I should say. and he's playing against guys who are in their 30s, mm-hmm. too. I mean, that's a weird culture shock. And people are also going to question, well, is he playing against the top of the top? I mean, if he's right. going to and college, then. Because that, that was so kind that, of my knock on there. a guy like Thon Maker or like a guy on Dragon Bender is Chris is doing this in NCAA, right. where Bender's doing this overseas. And then the other concern is, okay, well, from the NCAA point of view, I think it's, it, it's a mix because on the one end, you get to market these players for another year. You can yep. sell those jerseys. You can build up these teams. And we can start to see a little bit more, not not going all the way back to like the 80s where guys used to stick for three years plus. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see some more dynasty-style teams instead of these. I'm going to recycle one-and-dones for the next decade and just be a top team because well, if I land the top prospect And out, I mean, even we're starting to see basically since Anthony Davis came out. I was just going to say. The you whole thing with Kentucky was, oh, we're going to get one-and-dones and be in it. Well, Kentucky hasn't been a team that everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're going to win it this year because we're seeing that even, like, Scal's a perfect example because he was on that Kentucky team where we're seeing examples of some of these kids just aren't – I know, I get it. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, you can even maybe throw Ben Simmons in there. They're the exceptions to this, but – and, I mean, they're going to be handicapped by this and have to wait, but I think overall – it's going to be better for the mass majority of athletes coming in. 
and it's going to be better for the product that we see on the floor and making the league stronger. Right. I was just kind of thinking, you know, you're talking about dynasties. I'm pretty sure if John Wall had to stay, wouldn't he be with Anthony Davis the next mm-hmm. year? So, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, again, you get, you're getting, it would be boogie Anthony Davis and John Wall. Yeah, like, the, the what, product in NCAA would go through the roof. It would be I, I ridiculous. It would absolutely be fantastic. And but one guy I quickly want to okay. throw out there is, we talked about Deonta Davis falling, right? He was a guy that mm-hmm. the highest had him going to the Bulls at right. 14. The other side of that, Grayson Allen, the highest someone had him was, I believe, um, Chad Ford, and then you had him going to the Clippers yeah, 25. in one year. I think it was your second mock draft. He's a guy that would he have fallen because he said, "Fuck it, I'll go back." Yeah, he would have been. He would have been a mid second rounder, I think. What Grayson Allen? If he if, if he, he stayed, if he, he would have stayed in the draft because he went back to Duke. Uh, I don't know. Would he have it, fallen it kind of out of the first round? Like Deonta Davis. I think it would kind of depend more on on his actual. Because I mean, a, a team like the Clippers, they pick Bryce Johnson, a guy who is ready to play. Mm-hmm. If Grayson Allen impressed the, I think it would be more how would he do with the combine? And how would he, how would he do with interviews? Bryce Johnson had a few more games than Grayson Allen. Yeah, in that no, tournament but I'm just saying, I'm just saying more of how would he do it? How would mm-hmm. he do in the combine? How would he impress with 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 you know interviews and, and stuff like that? I, I don't even know if Grayson Allen's going to be a first round draft pick next year. So, I think I mean, he will there's, be. There's I, I think he's going to grow quite a bit. Actually, I, I was high on Grayson Allen's upside. Uh, obviously, you know he wasn't ready to be a first rounder this year. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But but the problem, okay. So upside, college gets these guys who are built up, and you know you establish uh, universities as powerhouses again, and then the NBA gets these you know ready-made products that are already mm-hmm. established, they're already known by the entire country, and you come in and you get to see guys a little more. You don't have to make these rash you know judgments off of watching someone play for you know. 50 games and be like, oh, yeah, he totally showed everything we needed to do right there. This is our guy going forward. So it's a win-win on that level. But then it comes back to, all right, well, you have to do something for these college kids. They're We're now risking them for another year of injuries. Mm-hmm. And they're the, the downside of losing millions and millions of dollars because, you know, you forced me to stay in college one more year and I blew out my knee. But that, I'm going to draft I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to throw out the devil's advocate to that. Okay. Is it possible for them? Because I know there are some players that if I'm going to go back and have to go – can they get insurance? Like, there's people that you gotten do, insurance, you do insurance on their that, body. That's become more normal, but yeah. it's still not. Look, you can insure your knee for a million dollars, but look, if you get an NBA contract, your first contract is a first no, rounder. Know, you're going to walk away with a handful. But so, still, I'm saying like that could be an option to it, it more is an players option. just put like insurance on their body. Yeah, it's, but it's it's so sketchy. And then, I'm not so, saying it's the answer. I'm just throwing no, out there as an option. So, so if you come up with a stipend, mm-hmm. and the big thing, the big problem with that is. If you force the colleges to play their athletes, mm-hmm. then you have to force them to play all their athletes. We're talking about See, like there's a football, lot of basketball, football, basketball, basketball, and the, swimming, no, volleyball, yeah. women's swimming. field hockey, yeah. Yeah. rugby, like all these different sports. Where mm-hmm. look, you know, the money makers in college are very clear to each college. You go to Texas, you're playing football. That's what makes them hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of millions of dollars. Like that. That's what has built that franchise or that I want to say franchise, university. but university up and you know funded them. So. Look, if if it's stipends, it may need to come from the league. I think that's a better answer. I think that way it's fair. The NBA is going to get a better product. They're going to give you mm-hmm. a, a chunk of cash to colleges. I don't know how it's going to go. It's it's got to mm-hmm. be a pool and a split for D one. That that's yeah. the that's a fair answer from my point of view. See, but then it, then it might be all right. Well, our teams getting our teams going to be providing this stipend. Or is it going to be straight from the NBA? Like, is it's this going to be built be... into the salary cap, or will this be built from 
kind of like in a kind of like a luxury tax thing where you can pay for it. it. it it's a team. It's ever team is a pers- It's just got to be about, a flat fee or something. What about if I throw this out there? And this is kind of what happened. I want to say it was a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA signs a huge deal with Under Armour. Their top quarterback, Josh Rosen, comes out and goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." But we, but but we're still student athletes. Like right. maybe like some of that money can be. I'm not saying all of it, but like there are places for these universities to use for this well, money. Yeah, there is, there is. But but it's I just think, them being greedy. I think, Let's be but honest. also, if you look at the tuition rates, I mean, tuition goes up. It's been going through the roof. Yeah. No, the tuition goes up for no fucking reason at this point. Well, this true, is ridiculous. Also, Teachers are still paid poorly in universities. <laughs> it's also to fund like these these sports. Oh yeah, sporting, yeah. I mean, these okay, yeah, teams. spot on. So I, it, it's ridiculous. Let's let's kind of get off this. Sorry. What's your final? I, I feel like I, I solved college. Fuck college. I feel like I've solved this problem. You know what, Dave? You can talk one and done on the primetime podcast anytime. Wonderful. You join me and Brandon. Real quick. Well, fi- <laughs> final thoughts. What should the NBA do? Uh, first thing they got to do is say 20 years old. That's the uh, limit just for the two, draft. Two years removed. I don't care how two old you are. Two years removed. I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I still want to throw mm, out Shocker. That, we that, agree. But I mean, we, we have but, seen. But, but, look, but even I, Devin Booker at 18, you know, he, I think, outperformed a lot yeah. of our expectations. Oh, am I not saying there's exceptions? There are, but like LeBron the mass James. majority. But this way, we, we should see less busts, too. Teams should yeah. be happier because, Possibly. look. We don't have to get our hopes up and be like, yeah, he had four great games. I really got a good feeling about this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. See, it, it, it's it, it's tough for me really what to say. It, it, it's tough to – I mean, I, I, my ultimate idea would be like, all right, you can go back. But the, the, Look, like, if, if we're if, snapshotting if, a single comment from Deontay Davis and saying that's his personality, mm-hmm. we, have a, we have a dire problem as far as our evaluation process. Yeah. I, I think that that's seriously – you, you kind of need to step back and be like, all right, this this is a little too much. Yeah, and you you brought up Texas, so thank you for that. And I'm going to use that as a as a transition. We're talking about Texas. We're talking about their sporting programs. Who graduated from? Uh, t- who didn't graduate? Who, who who left Texas after a year? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is now the a Durantula baby. Yes, the Durantula oh is now. Oh my God! I haven't heard that in forever. Is 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 declined his option? Or he's he's a free agent now. He has meetings with the Spurs, Warriors, Thunders. He also has uh, meetings set up with the Celtics, Heat's, Clippers, and then you could also say that he he might have a meeting setting up with the uh, the Knicks as Phil Jackson told D. There's Rose still like 16 more teams that you haven't read off, and I know they're all interested. Bulls, Dude, because our videos Bulls, are coming. Hornets, uh, let's, uh, uh, the, the Hawks, Dude, you throw, Jazz. you got to throw uh, the Supersonics in there. Supersonics. <laughs> and all those videos Bear are coming. Munich, He's already got one of those jerseys. Uh, Mikhail, he does. Uh, McKeep Tel Aviv, uh, <laughs> the Vancouver Grizzlies. Anyways. And right, Sean, we're making videos for every single one of these teams who <laughs> might get Kevin Durant. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just thanks. thanks okay. We move, except for New York. And if, you wanna, and if you want us to wear your team's jersey in that video, you're send gonna have one. to send it to us. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's <laughs> get off. that much money. Let's get off that. Let's go. We're, well, KD's gonna get money somewhere. Where oh, is KD getting that money from? Um, I see three teams. Either he stays in OKC, he goes to chase a title in Golden State, or he goes to chase a title in Miami. Give me a oh Miami. Miami. I, I was about Miami. to say Miami. I was about to say give me a dark horse. Oh shit, you no, did. No, Miami. Yeah. Why Miami? Like, and I think that the thing with the Spurs, and I'm going to throw them into this, Do they is even have Cat Miami. They're getting. You read their name off. He's meeting with them. They can. <laughs> I I feel like they're a True. team that can say, you know what, we need like they have Dwayne Wade, and he he's done it before. He's brought guys in. To win a championship. They've got Bosch. They've got Pat Riley. They've got a coach there in Spolstra. And the thing with the Spurs I was going to say is, we I, I don't really know about the Spurs because we thought they were going to be the team to battle the 
Warriors in the Western Conference. Like we were saying, it's Warriors and Spurs, and then they get beaten, what, five by the Thunder in the playoffs, and we don't know about Timmy D. Even if he comes back, is he going to be the Timmy D of old? We've got Ginobili on the same thing. Was LaMarcus Aldridge really a great signing? Yes, he was. I mean, the Spurs, to me, are they're good, but they're a question. Wait, did you just say LaMarcus Aldridge was that a great signing? Yeah. Yeah, it was. They're a question mark to me. I'm just saying there's a question (laughs) mark in the playoffs. And if you want a title, really it comes down to the Thunder and the Warriors, but the Heat could be a dark horse, yeah. See, Bold choice there. See, mm-hmm. see, for me, I don't know if it's really a dark horse or not, but he's staying with the Thunder to me. No, I, he is. I, don't think but, a... I think the Thunder like murdered it on draft day. They're oh, like, they oh, you think about leaving? Um, well, let's let's just see. Our, our we'll checklist. We'll get you a shooting space. guard. We'll free up we'll cap space. Free up spe- cap space, and we will get you a little depth, so and we'll bonus. get you a guy down low who can play rough with Stephen Adams. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> come on. And plus, and plus the fact that he w- he he took the Warriors to seven when people were counting them out. They beat the Spurs. And they literally, he's got he's got Westbrook's there. I mean, they were this close. They were this goddamn close to to knocking out the the basically Warriors Clay, in five it was games. Clay Thompson stopped them. That it was that one moment. And now they got a Had balls, they would have suspended Draymond Green for a shot to the balls. We're not going to get and it. Would have been over. We're, 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 it's I'm just, over. I'm we're just not going to get on that. Clay, Clay had a great Ricky game. He will pr- the momentum. He will protect Draymond until this world ends. You know what? Because I'm not going to get on the. I'm not going to get on the topic where we Ricky, said the Ricky same thing finally, in the finals. Ricky, Ricky got away from the finals. No, finally. I'm just he, saying. He finally. He finally. And got, you're his, bringing me back in. His, and his blood pressure finally. Went down. <laughs> Draymond Green I, shouldn't have been okay. suspended. Rick, That's what I'm going to say Ricky, there. But okay. no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, anyways. Yes, they finally got. They finally got a guy to guard Clay Thompson with Victor Oladipo. I think there's no way he doesn't sign with the Thunder's, but. You you bring up the Heat, but then again, it's like, all right, well, he's going to go to a Heat team that's depleted, and I mean, can that team even defeat the Cavs if he's going right. title hunting? If I they, think, I if think they the could the last sell team. a young player in Whiteside, I mean, but they might not be able to sign Whiteside I, because that they're they're, they're going to have to get him back. And well, their cap KD. is a mess. Their cap is a mess right now. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's truly if a mess. If anyone could what, work it th- out, this it's is the only thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's true. He can make this work, which is weird, but he can. He has mystical basketball power. I mean, come on. The last, the first rounder that we just had this year was sent to Cleveland in the LeBron deal. So I think Pat Riley could do the same thing there. Oh, you know, well, Durant wants to sign with us. I'll be nice. It's a sign and trade. Here, here's some picks that we don't need. Yeah, I, it, it's it, it's tough to see. No, I'm mean, down to two with you, Sean. It's Warriors or it's staying at home, and I think I think OKC did enough to keep them. To me, I don't even think the Warriors. But are could in there. you? Ima- I don't think the Warriors are. In there. I, no, no, no. They I think are. it's the Thunder and Celtics. Could you imagine that Warrior team with Kevin Durant? You know, I, I can, but I oh. don't. I don't think Durant actually wants like. See, I feel but, like he doesn't want to win that way. But oh yeah, is that, that weird to say? Like that, but well, also no, are you hoping being he doesn't second, want to win that way. No, being I'm not second to, fish to uh, to Steph. I'm not trying to be, to bash this at all. But can they actually make that work? Yeah, because you have three guys who score. That's their mm-hmm. main thing. There's not a, there's not a passer on that team. No, there's not on. a guy. No, okay. Well, then you're gonna have three That's guys to pass it on. So Steph's gonna go down to what like 24 a game. Clay maybe will get twenty a game. Steph doesn't play the fourth quarter anyway. KD, well, it, it, it's, it's it's tough to see. Like regular what's season, the scoring I think, dynamic. I think Who's regular season take the last they would be fine. It's, Playoffs, they'd run into a shit show if they don't have that solve though. See, I think, and I think, I think a team like the Spurs, where you have a guy who can shut down 
KD and, and well, we could try to shut down KD and Kawhi Leonard. You have a, a lot of depth there. You have a guy like Lamarcus Aldridge down low. I don't think there's a guy on the Warriors who can stop Lamarcus Aldridge because you're no, gonna have to get no, rid of Bogut. You're gonna well, have to get sure rid of a Warriors lot of guys. Just don't have anything at the five. See, there's there's a lot. You got Damian Jones there who's really athletic, but I mean Lamarcus no, Aldridge is gonna school that boy in the first year. Yeah. I, I think that the war the Warriors and the Thunder are going to be the two. I'm going to throw Celtics to make the Celtics th- I, I don't think Celtics? so. No, no. The, like, no. the thing is, like, I think they got desperate. I'm I think gonna, they're I think they're desperate. I'll tell you this. You know who has a better chance than the Celtics of getting KD? The Indiana Pacers, and that ain't going to happen either. So I mean, the, why the Celtics are. Why are you bringing up the Pacers? Why, why not throw out the Bulls, huh? No, wait. Why, where's your fan Why would the Pacers get them? First off, where's the cap? And why would they, they have Paul George? They just got Thad Young. What, is Katie even play the center? What am I? What am I going off of? What do you think I'm Delusion. trying to go off of? Delusion. No. Delusion. What, what did the Pacers have a good of, and the Celtics did not have a good of? You're deleting the draft. The draft, and they You're did not make moves Ricky, to win. Ricky, they they regressed. Look and KD's not going to go there. You're delusional. They didn't regress. They was, just had a bad draft. Did, did he not hear when I said it wasn't going to happen anyways? I was just saying. Oh, the, the, the Celtics. The, the okay, finger, you like that? The Celtics no. is a you team. Like the, 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 Hocus Celtics, Hocus the Celtics are a team that needs a superstar. He can be the guy. He's not going to play second fill fiddle, or he's not going to play like you know. He's, it's not going to be Batman or Robin dynamic. Yeah, who takes the last shot? KD. Really? Oh, Katie without that. Because <laughs> he shit the bed pretty hard last time. It doesn't matter. He's going to get another shot. Hey, LeBron's messed up a couple times. How, how yeah, many times and who is... took the final shot yeah. in game seven? Not LeBron. He tried. He tried to take the final shot. Oh, he took the final free throw. I'm he sorry. took the final free throw. Yeah, he, he iced that game. But that came on he ice. He did. I don't know. Kyrie I, I... won it. See, this KD stuff, I think it's going to blow out of the wall. It's going to be thunder. He, he's staying at home. I mean, oh, at, he least, is stay at, at home. least for one more year. There's no reason to leave. You have Russ Westbrook mm-hmm. with you. You have your best friend with you. You're not moving out. You've established yourself in mm-hmm. that city for over seven years. Is this like, one of, the, yeah. is this mean, one of those on. things? Can we compare it to Carmelo where... I just want to be wined and dined. I, I never went through it, this and that. I think this is other. a scouting party for him. Yeah, it's, I, no, I this it. is a next year. This is a oh. let me go see where there's interest and I'll take a one year deal. Yeah, he's going to do a one in a question. A one just in like option. LeBron, just yeah. to get the max out of the cap. Absolutely, there's no reason not to. This man will have max money thrown at him year after year after year. Any chance he gets, so why not go? All right, I'm locked up with OKC this year, but where 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 would I like to go next year? Who are these guys? Let me get to know mm-hmm. them a little better. And see fit wise. Well, let's see. Year down the road, maybe next year. If I get a ring this year, maybe I stay again. Maybe I want to go somewhere else. To feel the fire too. To the uh, Warriors, uh, the Warriors rumors is apparently yeah. uh, KD's meeting with the uh, head of uh, Under Armour right now. Oh nice. no! Nice. So, so maybe he's trying to get on those. You know, uh, Steph dad. Curry, he's an Under Armour he, guy. That's why I was bringing mm-hmm. up the world's ugliest shoes. Yeah, he's trying to get on the dad shoe train. <laughs> dang, dang, Sean. Yeah, I think I think I'm agree with you. I think I'm gonna agree with you. It, it's gonna be one year or. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a max, or if he did, if he did go a whole four years. But I, looking with Oladipo's contract running out, looking at Russ's contract running out, mm-hmm. I think maybe they, maybe Russ and KD are packaged, maybe somewhere else, maybe they go somewhere else. I, I, I think we've all been talking to LeBron, you know, LeBron and boys that want to get together. Russ and KD are just gonna take their talent somewhere together and Los just Angeles. like oh. peace. Los Angeles. What if they go, just said Deuces and went to L.A.? <laughs> Maybe. Like, come on. Sorry, Brandon Ingram. Uh, but yeah, oh, no, no. Sorry, nothing. That's just awesome. You're just loaded then. Can I throw something? What are these guys going to play? Can Ingram, I? Ingram's set up to play the two. Right now, at his weight, at his like he talked about it even. He's most comfortable right. at the two in the NBA right now. Can I throw right. something out there that's yeah, totally ahead. delusional, but I just want to say it? Oh, you're yeah. throwing something delusional? Wait, this oh, is, this is Watch this out, guys. Is great. Ricky is going to say something breaking. controversial. This is the first time no, 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 no. This, break. this is going to be phenomenally either stupid or phenomenally just like poof 2K. Yeah, it's going to be fucking stupid. But 
Bring it on. Could you imagine a world where, not this year, but next year, Russ and KD free agents, the Knicks go, let's get rid of Mello, bring in both of these two, switch Rose over to the two, KD at the three, Porzingis down low. Mello's going to say no because he is the fucking no trade clause. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they would just not anywhere? re-sign Rose at that point yeah. and pick up Russ and KD. Yeah. Oh, true, Rose is like, done yeah, so you're, fine. You're doing you way too much work here. Yeah, you think Melo's also going anywhere? Melo's no. going to be like, oh, you're going to trade me? No. Melo's Mello uh, just, that's New York City. That's Melo. Then yeah. fine. Yeah. If, He's if not New York brought both of them in next year. I mean, it could happen. Lots Maybe. of teams will have lots of money next year. Again, we're going to watch a Caps ton of money. We're going to watch Bismack Biombo get a huge contract this year. Uh, we'll definitely <laughs> see. We'll, 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 we'll talk about free agents now because Bismack declined his player option. He's now a free agent. And obviously, he's the head of the class. Joe Keem's going to get a max no, deal. No, they reported the that was a lie. Oh, okay. okay let's, let's, a lie. let's get out of the, the, the basement dwellers here of the free agency. We <laughs> got we, we touched, tweets, please. We touched KD, and we, we think KD's staying. Uh, LeBron already said he's staying in Cleveland, which he should. What about Dirk? Does he go to he well, was let me read out the names. Jesus, Ricky. Can this man not read something without being interrupted for eight seconds? Fine, go ahead. We're gonna, so we're KD is, I, we already talked about KD staying with the Thunder. We LeBron already said he's staying with Cleveland. We got Al Horford out there. We got Mike Connolly out there. We got Dirk, who declined his player option. I mean, who is the most appealing free agent out there? Thanks, Ricky. Wow. Wow, Ricky, would you like to chime in now? A lot that of is your turn? Oh, Dirty Dirk. And does he go to the Warriors? Because that's the one thing. If KD doesn't, maybe Dirty Dirk does. First time Dirk leaves home and he goes to the, I mean, it would be a wonderful fit. Don't get me wrong. It's just another shoe. Well, you look at this. Chase shit. and Chandler. Look, this is, this is purely reactionary to Harrison Barnes no showing in the finals. That's yeah. all. That that's the only reason this Dirk story is even existing. But then again, it's like, all right, well, we need someone to protect the rim. And I'm not bashing Dirk's defense of old, but, but uh, Dirk's not a defensive yeah. player anymore. No. And Dirk's not going to be blocking shots at the rim. Dirk's, Dirk's not going to stop. He's going to drop a shot. Like that's all he does. He's gonna he's gonna do that nice sweep post fade here. But I mean, then again, the Warriors need help protecting that rim. And I mean, it, see with the, with Dirk, I don't know if it's kind of like he just wants a new contract or he wants to just sign one more year with the with the Mavericks because then if he does want to leave, then he can he can go somewhere else or if he, he can retire. I think I think he's closer to the retirement thing. It's how how sentimental is he about this Mavs team? Yeah. And unfortunately, how, how, they've how moved around ring, so many too. pieces that I feel like. It's literally Dirk is the identity of this team, and everybody else is just kind of like background noise. I think if he leaves, he's totally entitled to because they, you know, he took them on his back to a championship, mm-hmm. and they've just put crap around him. He's been on. He's been. He's been taking their back. I mean, he averaged eighteen this year, thirty six from three and forty four from the like, field. He's still valuable. Absolutely, played seventy five games too. He's still I durable. want to watch him go to a contender. I want to watch yeah. him compete for a championship. And unfortunately, this Mavs team just needs to restart. Just like. Hey, we had a great run. He gave us playoff runs year after year after year after year after year after year. Let's just let's just blow it up. I'm gonna throw someone out there, and I don't know if this is right. I mean, it's, it's gonna be it's still Dirk wise, but yeah, we saw Blake Griffin get injured in the playoffs here, and we we saw them really thrive going to a shooting only lineup. Ooh, Los Angeles Clippers. Do you think he is interested in playing with a guy like Chris Paul, being surrounded with shooters like J.J. Redick, being surrounded with athleticism with DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin? Do you think that's a possibility? Because they're meeting with KD. I think they have some cap space they can move around. Do you think Dirk to L.A. is a possibility? Because, I mean, he's staying in the Western well, Conference. See. Do you think he wants to go to the East? Does he I, think he wants to go to West? I mean, I'd say no, only because I don't think with Dirk that this Clippers team can compete with the Thunder Spurs and Warriors. It's a fun team to watch. I, I would love to watch that team play. Well, it's it's not like he's going to be starting. He's going to be off the bench. 
Really? Well, where's he going to play? It's going to be oh, it's going to be Blake You're and DeAndre in the starting, and then yeah. and then you could go to a, a shooting lineup where you bring in Dirk. You put in you put maybe Blake to the three if you're crazy. No, no, because you need help with the three. It's it's, it's Chris Paul at the one. You move. JJ you got JJ two. at the two, and you just run Dirk at the three. But who's yeah. going to defend the three? You don't. You put Blake there. <laughs> you you don't. Put Blake there. Yeah, you, you put Blake there on the. You just switch it out. I mean, Dirk can still defend on the perimeter. He can't. Like and defend air quotes. I almost feel like doing, but like no, you can actually do. You're that. giving him too much. You're giving him too much shit for his lack of defensiveness. He's a body on the floor who's got height, who's got length. Oh, no, that's no. still fine. I'm just saying he's not as good as he used to be. No, just because he's he, he's yeah, not, yeah. he doesn't have the athleticism. No, I think that I think that team would definitely be a four or five in the in the West and in a series. They could play it out. They could shoot with the best one at that point if healthy. And honestly, that that could give nightmares to matchups like. That that's a competitive series. See, I, anyone I, in the West? I'm, I'm just throwing it out there because it kind of interests me. Just because you know they needed shooting. Blake went down, and, and when we saw what they could do when Blake was out, and how how well of a run they went on. Yeah. And if you put a guy at the power forward position like Dirk, who can stretch the floor like that, say Blake is injured again, you got Dirk to, to fill that back. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that. And and, and so, so is Dirk like the the you know runner up sweepstakes for Kevin Durant? God no, now Horford. Jeff Teague, or not Jeff Teague, uh, Mike Connolly's out, out there. There's a lot of free agents. I mean, outside of Dirk, who else is out there that's really, you know, thinking thinking that you're, you're really kind of salivating? I mean, Andre Drummond has a player option. I don't think he's, yeah, he's, not he's going gonna, gonna to go anywhere. DeMar DeRozan, possibly. DeRozan's uh, re-signing for cash. Well, I, I don't know, but he, uh, Dwight Howard's out there. I mean, Hassan Whiteside, we mentioned him earlier. Uh, who, who Bradley Beal's out there. Who, who's the guy <laughs> that's really I'm sorry. like, well, Bradley Beal's got potential. He's still yeah, 23. Sure. Yeah, he's sure. still 23. Yeah, Anyways. Sure. He's an old man. You know who else is 23? Wooden award winner. Wooden award <laughs> winner. Also 23. Someone's got more uh, Someone's got more uh, experience <laughs> here. I mean, who, who, what, what team do you think needs uh, an impact free agent the most? What, what team has can go out and get a free agent like an Al Horford and would add them to, to their okay, team and make them a contender? The, the Knicks need to go land a center or, or something that resembles a power forward center combo because... This team could be so good. I know they have no shooting guard, literally none. But it's still, if they get that, they're fine because Derrick Rose drives the lane. They've got outside shooting. They've got everything else they need. And it's just like, go go, go get yourself a big. Whether, I mean, at the least, Bismack Biombo, which hurts me to say. But, like, <laughs> you know, Dwight Howard is the one that everybody's been, uh, you know, tossing around because, look, he, he is still a huge presence down low. Mm-hmm. He's still an elite scorer. Or I'm sorry, an elite defender and a decent score. So there's no reason to not get that down low. Um, Whiteside would be interesting, but it's gonna be hard to get him up there. And honestly, I think Horford would be the kind of kind of the weird fit because I feel like him and Kristaps could kind of play off each other, mm-hmm. and that could be a good dynamic for them. One guy I kind of want to throw out there, I and I'm hesitant too because I mean, he was a bench player on the Warriors. He's going to be a bench player. I don't even know if you could play, start him at the four next to Kristaps, but Spates. Most Mo Spates. Spates. I mean, he can come at the four. He can even give you a range from the three. The only thing that I question is he's now at this point off the bench kind of a player. He's not a guy that you would start next to Kristaps each and every game. Did you say you could play Spates at the three? No, four. I said the four. I thought you said he could no, no, the, the four. four. <laughs> four next okay. to Kristaps. I was about to say. I was like, what? You're, but I you're said gonna... he can go out and give you range from the four. True. I mean, I, I think most Bates is more of a more of a, a lower tier here. I, I would go even to to Harrison Barnes. Where's Barnes going to go? 
Parks is a free Barnes. agent. Ugh. I mean, is he going to get a max somewhere? No, He's gold not, anymore. Gonna... not anymore. He I shot mean... that in the foot with the last two games. Yeah, no, but, it's a, the but entire still, series. I mean, he's still got potential. It. He's still young. Do you think that it's possible? Where, where do you think Harrison Barnes goes? Do you think the Warriors? You're saying that they might get KD. Of KD I, I've got KD staying home, and I've got the Warriors resigned. Look, they just came off the best season ever in NBA history, and all they need to do is retool at the five. You keep Harrison Barnes in there. He'll get his groove back. He can get rolling again. It's not like there's something fundamentally wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know who I'm actually, the two guys that I'm kind of interested in to see where they would go. Yeah. Because one could maybe affect Dirk's free agency is one, Chandler Parsons, two, Luau Dang. Well, Dang's kind of older. I think Dang will yeah, probably but, most likely stay in Miami. I don't know. He could go to it if. I would think the, he's the, way, going to a... the way I'm thinking is if J.R. Smith leaves Cleveland, maybe they can I add a Luol Deng to... Uh... J.R. would have to put on a shirt to leave Cleveland. JR, <laughs> and he will J- not do that. I think J.R. is going to sneak into LeBron's house and handcuff him to, to yeah. LeBron. He's like, I'm not leaving you. I, I'm, no, just, no. I'm just saying, like, there's Dang a team that's going to need gonna, some outside shooting. Dang is probably going to end up on like the Timberwolves. Just because. Because of Tibbs. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Like, Tibbs needs to destroy this man's, like, knees even harder. <laughs> a, guy, a guy that I, I do want to talk about, though, is Bradley Beal. I mean, you kind of... You I just shit on Bradley Beal. I'm sorry. But he's 22 years old. He's yep. been in the league for four years. Yep. Highest... He's averaged 17.4 points last year. Shot 38%. He's been up as high as 40% from three. I think he's a decent shooting guard. And if you look at teams, I mean, he, I think he could change a team's whole dynamic here. I mean, I don't know how much cap space Chicago's working with here. Well, that, that's the other question is what direction Chicago is. Here's the thing, and I hate that you bring up Bradley Beal in Chicago. We just traded Sorry. a guy with injury concerns. Now we're going to bring in a guy that's missed 81 games in four years? Nah, keep that away. Hey, One healthy guy no, in no, Chicago. I'm going now. all in. Knicks are picking up a <laughs> medium medium tier center and Bradley Beal. Get <laughs> just, yourself a service center. Oh yes, like, just, so that, just so that is like injury-prone nightmares. <laughs> You're insane. Joe love, at the five. I love it. Joe at the five. Joe at the five, Bradley Beal at the two. Tell me that team wouldn't be fun to watch. What about Philadelphia for Bradley Beal? They just went out and grabbed two shooting guards. I know one's not coming over one's yet. One's forward, too. Well, one he's, a, he's, a, forward. he's a tweener. I, I'm, I'm saying if you want shooting now, if you want help now for Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. But at the same time, I don't still don't see him leaving. Like I feel like him and John Wall have just kind of put together something, and they're well, like, Look, the Wizards are are not a great team. Nope. They've they've got a Morris, mm-hmm. eh, a Morris, um, and then the backcourt set. So it's like they're not totally shit out of luck, but they're they're still multiple pieces away. Like you said, he's still young. Sign him to another long term and lock yourself up and try to finish out whatever this plan is for this Wizards team. Let me let me throw this question out there: What free agent that is out there is for sure leaving? Because Rondo, Rajon Rondo. Where's he going to go? Um, Rondo Dwight has so much Horford. potential. But go ahead. I just uh, wanted to throw my two out there. You got to interrupt. I, I wanted, Make your opinion known, he, Ricky, he over mine. what two, and I threw Where's my two, Rondo and then go Rondo. <laughs> I was answering the mandate. God damn, kid. Where's Rondo going? Uh, Rondo could go to a shit ton of teams. That's a fantastic thing. Look, he's coming off of uh, like a comeback year for him. He really had a down year when he got traded off to the Mavs. Uh, hated the coach. Hated the organization. Just absolutely quit on the team. And that's, I mean, that's literally the worst thing you want to see. That's just locker room cancer. But then you see him come back and play a season where, like, look, this is this is like the old Rondo where he could excel on the Celtics uh, after the big three had left. So I think that Rondo at this point is huge upside. 
And as long as you put them into an organization that either has A, a, a leader in the locker room, like a superstar quality one, or B, has a head coach who is very well respected, like that's, uh, unfortunately, he does have criteria that needs to be met in order for him to fit on a team. Otherwise, he's way too much of a risk. The downside could be absolutely horrible. I, I honestly, there's there's a lot of teams that could pick him. There's not one clear winner for me for Rondo. Uh, if you toss out teams, I will be happy to shoot them down, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fair. Ricky, how about your Horford and your... Uh... I mean, I think Horford, the best chance is he's going to Indy. Dwight, to me, I don't know where the hell he's going, but he's going to go somewhere. Maybe it, Dwight. Maybe it ends up being... New York in uh, the end of it, but I what mean, if we got a, what if what if Boston for, for not, neither of those guys? I was gonna say that you know who I can see <laughs> going to Boston, Paul. I can see Paul Gasol being because that's Boston. what they need uh, uh, a seven oh, footer who's soft can't need. play I'm defense. I'm just saying I could see it happen and is old as hell. I could just see it happen. I, I think Paul, I'm, I'm rooting for the Gasol brothers to reunite in Memphis. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Why not I Memphis? See, you, your team's a dumpster anyway. Why not us? Why not us? <laughs> Why not us? <laughs> see, I, I look at I look at guys, and I think I think you need with Boston. I think they're going to go young, and I think they're going to try to get someone. The white to, side would be like really the ideal it. fit at that five. Like if they picked him up, I mean that's going to cause that that has to be a max. And at that point, you're changing the you're not changing, but you're you're setting up this team for success in two years. Like you're you've got a phenomenal defender down low. You went out and you got Jalen Brown, who you know can come in. I think he's like honestly, Jalen Brown's like a shitty version of Wiggins to me. I don't know if that's a totally accurate you know comparison, but it's not awful. It, it yeah, that that's what I view him as. So like he's a couple years away from being what Wiggins is. Maybe maybe just one, but at least you know at least one year out. Yeah. Um, so like I think that'd be actually a fun matchup. Whiteside's got tons of energy too, and he's a, he's bouncy. a dominant defensive player. Which they've had that like weird stockpile of bigs who are just meh. Like you got power for you got like nine power forward center combos on that roster, and not one of them's a legit one. So I, I think Whiteside would be fantastic because if they don't make some magic happen, get Boogie. So now I'm gonna throw something out here. All right, All right. I got five. I got five free agents out mm-hmm. here. You guys, this is how we're, we're gonna end the podcast. Team. You're gonna you're gonna tell me what team they're gonna go to. We'll start with uh with Dave, who just made the case for Hassan Whiteside. Where is Hassan Whiteside gonna end up in uh, free agency? Where's who's he, who's he signing with? And uh, we're not saying where what he's gonna get, but most likely he's gonna get a max contract. So where's where's Hassan Whiteside gonna make his money? Uh, White, I, I kind of I talked myself into the Celtics right there. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I would really like to see that. I don't want to say the you know like the boring thing of ah oh, the Heat are probably going to make some cash and Miami. Them. I'll say it. <sighs> They're going to resign him. Miami. All right. You, so we got one Boston, one Miami. So let's go to Al Horford. Where is Al Horford going to go? Indiana. You think they're going to do it? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Wow. Well, they need a big guy, and he's the best one on the market. You'd say he's the best one on the market. The best one for maybe their system. He's aging. All right. All right. Where do you got Horford going? Al Horford, surpriser. I've got him going over to the Rockets. Really? I, I think it would be. I think the Rockets. I know they're they're walking away from Dwight, but Dwight was clearly not a fit in that locker room with James Harden. I think Horford could come in, and he kind of could fit within the Harden system. I, I like that, and I like. I honestly think that team would be so much better if you put him in there because look, he doesn't just give you like shitty def- shitty limited offense. Because I know that was Dwight's problem was, look, he's defensive, awesome, offensive, like he can slam the ball in the hoop. That's about it. Horford gives you a little bit of stretch. He can give you some range, and he would fit their system really well. I think you could stretch it out even out to the three. For, so, I mean, Absolutely can. You could definitely do that. And All then, I can think of right now is the game of zones with like Harden in the chair, and he's like, 
Sir, there are warriors at the gates. We need to redo our roster. We need more offense. Sir, I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, you, you just talked about shitty offense from Dwight Howard. Where's, where's, where's Howard going? Um, I'll say New York. Yeah. I mean, they're going to the need a good. big guy, and it's either going to be him or Joe. I'm going to say Howard. Yeah, I would say like the, the fit's too good. It, it just makes way too much sense. Uh, I mean, I want to toss out something and just be like an asshole. Like, you know who needs a center? L.A. Like <laughs> Dwight, you back know, to LA. Dwight back to Dwight LA. back to Jesus LA. Christ. So so you're saying you're saying both Knicks. Yeah, yeah I for think sure. that's the, the best Knickerbockers for to be more precise. Anyways, let's go over to Conley because we haven't talked about Mike Conley. Mike Conley is a good, still a good uh, point guard. I don't know why we haven't brought him up. What, where do you think Mike Conley's going to go? Do you think he stays in Memphis? I, I don't really think. I think it's a very small. I think small Memphis has prepped themselves from to leave, but I, I think he does stay. Actually, really, I, I think Conley is going to be disappointed with the contract that he gets offered, like from other teams. Mm-hmm. So Memphis can give you money. Why not stay? Other than the fact that their team sucks. You know. Chicago. Whoa. The Bulls. Why is that? We need a point Whoa. guard. So we need, you I mean, just want him? Grant Dinwiddie and uh, Calderon, they're uh, not the ones that we want starting. No. Go out and get one. Commit to the tank. Do you think? No. Do you think they even have the money for that? Do you think they, they, think they want to throw that money out there? They'll make would it you work. Be, would you be confident? After seeing the Rose deal and then them at least trying to talk to change things by trading Jimmy and drafting a player I like, I'm high on this team to make some moves, which I've, I'm not really have said in the past so yeah i'm gonna throw out the bulls would you be com- maybe like the kings even could be in the running would you be confident in saying would you be confident in giving mike conley a max contract no no but <laughs> yeah. i mean that's most likely you're gonna have to give him uh-huh. so just throw it out there and then uh one final one dirk dirty dirk golden state because katie's going back home what about you dave what do you got no I, i've got dirk staying at home he, yeah. he he's well t- he's too nice to the fan base He's like he's like just way too nice of a guy to leave them hanging like that, and he's gonna retire. He's he's always going to be a Mav. Can you imagine how mad Cuban would be? Cuban's such a good guy too, and that's how <laughs> I, I love Cuban. Well, depending good guys on who are you, wrong depending answer. on who you're you right, are, you're right. Cuban's such an entertaining guy. Yeah, we love Mark Cuban, so that's why we say that. Here are my answers: Whiteside gonna go to the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. I think I think they need that, they need help yeah. in the middle. I think they're going to be, they're gonna be fit. foaming at the mouth to get someone the, to the bring in. The nice thing is this year there's a ton of bigs, too. There is. There is. There's a ton of bigs, and there's a, there's a team that needs a lot of bigs. I mean, just look at the NBA draft. I mean, we're talking about t- top uh, power forwards outside the top 10. I mean, there was just a lot of guys that can go anywhere. They're, they're, uh, for the Al Horford situation, if Dirk goes, I'm going to say Dallas. I think he's going to fit kind of decently in Dallas. I think Dallas is going to make a play for Howard Whiteside or Horford. I think I think that's going to be fair enough, whether Dirk leaves or not. I, I'm going to say I'm going to say L. Horford goes to the Dallas Mavericks. Dirk, I think he's staying. Yeah, I, 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 it, it's, it's hard, just to, too see. hard to see him in any different would jersey. You, it is. Would you buy a Warriors jersey, not jersey, no. a jersey no. if he goes to? No, the I would Warriors. not buy anything. No, I, I, Dirk is a Maverick. It, it's it's kind of like it, it's kind of like Jason Kidd not on the Nets. Like, yeah, he won a championship in Dallas. He went to the Suns. He was first draft, but he's a net in my heart. Like it, it, it's weird. It, it, it's it, it's tough to see. It's like Jordan on the Bulls. Like Jordan's a bull. Oh, okay. Dirk's okay. A, I, was con- I was confused wizard. for a second. Yeah. Jordan's a wizard, and will always be a wizard. Jordan's a well, bull. When, when he said it's kind of like Jordan with the Bulls, I went, 
okay, now you're now you're too young no, for Jordan, not knowing. It's like <laughs> Jordan is a bull. You, you explained Dirk it right. Dirk is a maverick. When you said it, I thought you were saying the other thing around. He's and I not wanted to leap over this table and kill. He's you. not gonna. He's <laughs> not gonna. He's not gonna pull. He's not gonna pull a Jordan here. Conley, 76ers. You really need a point guard. He's gonna be a, a veteran presence in that locker room that you desperately need. It's not gonna change your team here. It's but it's it's gonna be the groundwork to change your team. It's a good fit. I just don't have any faith in the in the GM That's to fair. actually pull that trigger. He's a, he's a decent he's a decent three point shooter. He's not gonna he's not gonna lay it up. But I think he shot thirty six percent. So I mean, if you want to surround Simmons with a shooter, mm-hmm. Conley might be able to provide that. Dwight Howard, this one's basically insanity. But Orlando, wow, you know, not gonna even with Vogel. Yeah, okay. you want defense. And <laughs> you want defense. I, I now now if that's the case, Dwight goes to Detroit. No way. Re- reunite him with they Stan They clearly Man. need Giants. Yeah, because that's, 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 that's what they need is free throw percentage to go <laughs> down. The worst one, team. One thing I do want to touch on, because yeah. now you start talking about teams that need point guards, and I know San Antonio went out and got Deontay Murray, but DeJounte. if... DeJounte. Murray. We but Conley, Rondo... Would they? Would both those Rondo, guys not no. fit? Rondo, no. I think Rondo would. I, I, think, I think. I don't think Pop would want him. I, I think Pop and Tim Duncan would keep him in line. I think Kawhi Leonard. I think all those I guys are would, there. But that you could get a veteran to. in there and just plug and play. Look at how they worked under Vets, uh, KG, and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. That was when he was younger. Now, now, he's, now he's older. Now he's, now he is a vet. Yeah, so, but Tim Duncan's like you know he's a grandpa, like forty two. <laughs> yeah. So. Why know. not? I that, think that bit would be awesome. The Spurs are a smart. I want the Spurs organi- to reload. The Spurs are a smart organization. Dude, I, a smart I think that's org. a smart move. Smart org, right, Dave? God, you just hate that <laughs> word, don't you? I, I like it. I love They're, it. I love the org. The org, absolutely. Uh, the organization Spurs. of the Fastbreak. The organization of the Fastbreak Podcast is now closing this episode. Still uh, interrupting yeah. us, you know, down to the end of the video too. <laughs> Anyways, this is going to close out this episode of the Fastbreak Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We covered KD. We covered one and done. We covered the draft winners and losers. We covered free agency. Uh, we, we definitely were a little mixed on that uh, free agency, and we'll definitely be excited for uh, for all the videos next Saturday because yeah. free agency starts the first. That's a Friday. We're going to have a ton of videos for you guys uh, for free agency. So definitely be on a lookout for all of those next week. It's going to wrap up this podcast. If you do want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Shorbo. You can follow Ricky on Twitter at Ricky Whitmer. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Dave underscore don't underscore tweet. You can follow me or you can follow Most Valuable Podcast on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod. You can follow yeah. us on Snapchat at Most Valuable Pod. You can find us on Facebook Facebook.com slash MVP Sports Network. And then you can go to Patreon.com, Patreon.com slash Most Valuable Podcast. You can look at our Patreon page. If you donate a dollar, you get a monthly podcast. Uh, you know, it, it changes every single month because, you know, we get different rotation of MVP guys and, it, you know, just kind of shoot the shit. It's a very fun, relaxed podcast. We don't really go into depth about sports. We don't really even talk about sports that much, but we definitely get into uh, uh, some fun discussions. Brandon, Mike, and I did the Patreon, dis- uh, Patreon podcast for July. It was definitely a lot of fun there, but it's going to wrap up this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to follow. Don't forget to interact with us. Don't forget to keep in touch with MVP because we still got a ton going out with free agency coming up, summer league coming out. We got the NFL season coming up with Ricky. Uh, We got a lot going on, so definitely do not forget to subscribe. That's going to wrap all this up. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.